Welcome to Build Your Maverick Business, the podcast for underdog, outlier, and renegade entrepreneurs. Brought to you by Strange Creative Studio. If you dream of going off on your own and launching your rebel empire, but don't know where to start, you're in the right place. We'll teach you how to use mindset, branding, and practical advice to build a killer business and transform your world. And now, here's your host, founder of Strange, Alex Pitt. Hello, my darlings. How are we all? I hope you're well. I hope you've had a lovely couple of weeks. I say a couple of weeks because I know that you feel that I've spoken to you in the last week. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in ages because I bulk recorded a load of episodes before I fucked off on holiday for two weeks. <laughs> I spent, so week two, which I've just come back from, producer Joe, who's also my boyfriend, he turned 30 on Sunday. I know, right? Bag myself a younger man. And uh, we went to the Edinburgh Fringe, which was a surprise. I booked him a little surprise trip and we had a lovely time. We saw so many amazing acts. And I also threw him a surprise party on Saturday, uh, blindfolded him, put him in a cab. He had no idea what the fuck was going on. The cab driver was loving it. He was pissing himself. Shout out to Ali. I doubt very much that he's listening to this podcast. But what a sweetheart. He got a tip. Um... So I haven't been able to talk about any of that stuff because Joe obviously edits the podcast. So couldn't tell you about that. Couldn't tell you how fucking stressed I've been trying to keep things a secret. He's very much the logistical one in the relationship. So I've not had him to fall back on to make sure that we had the right tickets and everything for where we were going. Uh, so I'm very proud of myself for getting through that. And from the sounds of it, he had a lovely, lovely time. So happy birthday, Joe, for Sunday. But anyway, so that was last week. The week before, I mentioned that we were going to be at this festival, at Rebellion Festival, and it was absolutely phenomenal. So regular listeners of this podcast will know that I always talk about this kind of same thing that happens whenever I go to an event like Rebellion Festival. This is a proper, proper punk festival, right? These are like the maxes of the world, but like one kind of generation before. They are like the veteran Maxis. <laughs> they need a different name, I think. I might just give them like a new, a whole new persona. Because I felt so kind of at home around these people. I felt like I'm in the right place. Like this is the right kind of music. These are my kind of people. This is my thing. You know, this is where I feel the most comfortable and the most at home. And as always, my darlings, I don't just come on here to tell you about my personal life. This does actually lead very nicely into what I want to talk about with you this week, which is brand archetypes. Now, if this is not the first episode of Build Your Maverick Business that you've listened to, then you will have heard me talk about our Not Just a Pretty Logo program. If this is the first episode that you've listened to, then let me fill you in. We have an evergreen course called Not Just a Pretty Logo, which is all about the theory the work that you need to do to hack your brand and create the most powerful brand possible before you even start fucking thinking about your logo, hence the title. Now, after the intro and the theory behind everything that comes next in that program, the first thing that we go into is brand archetypes. It's also the first thing that we work through with clients. And I can only really touch the surface of it today. Like I say, you can learn all about this and you can work out your brand archetype in the Not Just a Pretty Logo program, which as always, I will put the details of in the show notes of this episode. 
And before I get too deep into the theory and all of the details behind this, like I say, I'm going to keep this pretty top level today. But I'm going to use the example that I use in the Not Just a Pretty Logo program in the Archetypes module, because I think this is a really helpful way of thinking about it. So I want you to imagine you get invited to a party, right? You're going to this party and it doesn't matter where it is. It can be a festival, it can be a dinner party, it can be whatever you want it to be. Use your imagination. I like to encourage you to do that. (laughs) The most important thing is you don't know anybody at this party, right? You're not turning up with anyone. You're just rocking up with a bottle of something and all the goodwill in the world. So you don't know anyone at this party, right? You're just circling the room. You're chatting to a few new faces, joining in some conversations. Now, what will naturally happen is some people you are just drawn to, some people it feels very natural and the conversation flows and everything's great. Other people you chat to for a few seconds and you just think, whoo, you are not my fucking crowd and you move on. Now, it might be that the person who reads the New York Times every day and is super intelligent is your kind of crowd and you think, oh yeah, I want to, you know, chew the fat with you and talk about all sorts of super intelligent things. It might be that someone is really inspirational and, you know, has all of these stories about overcoming adversity and they've led this really incredible life full of challenges and you're just so inspired and you want to follow in their footsteps and say, God, yeah, take me on an adventure, right? It might be that someone is super active and they're talking about how they've just gone paragliding and bungee jumping and all of these sorts of things. And that just might completely switch you off and you think, fuck me, I would so much rather be sat on the sofa with a cup of tea. (laughs) And yet somebody else at this party is like, oh my gosh, yes, let's discuss all of our, you know, most recent water sports trips. I don't know. That's definitely not my crowd. (laughs) But whatever it is, there are certain desires. There are certain things that we all share and some are stronger for us than others. This is where the theory of brand archetypes comes in. So the theory of brand archetypes is that every single person on the planet has a set of 12 desires. There are also 12 brand archetypes which speak directly to a certain one of those desires and answer the call so that people feel like their needs are being met. Now think back to the episode of How to Sell a Transformation, about how we want to introduce pleasure or remove pain from our own lives, and how brands can hack that thinking to make you feel like they can make your life better, and then they sell you that transformation rather than selling you a product or a service. Brand archetypes are personifications, they are characters Brands fit into these characters and they can speak to you in a way that makes you feel like your desires are being met, depending on what kind of person that you are. Remember, if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. Now, the names of these archetypes, I'm going to rattle them off very quickly. Like I say, this is very top level today. It's all in the program, but they are the outlaw, the magician, the hero, the lover, the jester, the everyman the caregiver, the ruler, the creator, the innocent, the sage, and the explorer, right? So for example, Mr. New York Times, who is super intelligent and just wants to talk about, you know, current affairs and pursuing knowledge, they desire understanding, they desire intelligence, and that's what makes them tick. They fall into the sage archetype, right? So this pursuit of knowledge, that desire to have a deeper understanding, more wisdom, That is what the sage is all about. 
So certain sage brands, for example, news outlets, Google comes under a sage brand. They are speaking to those kind of people who have that desire stronger than the others. They're understanding that pursuit of knowledge is the strongest draw for them, right? Your person who's really into paragliding and bungee jumping, who's really into super active things, they are going to fall into the explorer archetype. They desire freedom. They want adventure. They want to be out there doing things and getting their hands dirty. They're more interested in brands like Jeep, like the North Face, brands that speak to that exploration, to the adventurer in them. Do you see what I'm getting at? Now, it should come as no shock to anyone that Strange fall under the outlaw archetype. I know, right? Shock horror. I talk about rebel empires, mavericks, outliers, underdogs. It makes perfect sense, right? Also, my website is glitchy as fuck, covered in people with tattoos, and I swear like a fucking sailor. So it all makes perfect sense. When I first discovered brand archetypes, when I looked down the list of desires, I saw liberation and wanting to break down the status quo. And I was like, oh, fuck yes, that's me. When you hear all of the brands that I'm really into, like the Marshall, the Harley Davidson, the Great Frog, all of these kind of brands are outlaw brands. And that's why I'm so naturally drawn to them. They want to say fuck you to the rules. They want to do things their own way. They cannot be tied down. They cannot be told what to do. And that describes my brand. It also describes me as a person. I fucking hate being told what to do. (laughs) That's why I started a podcast called Build Your Maverick Business. Do you see, it's all starting to fall into place. Now, the people that are naturally drawn towards Strange are the people who have that rebellious streak in them. The ones who also want to say fuck you to the rules. Who see the way that we speak, the way that we look, and it really resonates with them because they also fall into that category. Now, there are so many people who that doesn't really resonate with them because the rebel streak, the outlaw streak in them, isn't as strong as the other archetypes. So they are not naturally drawn towards us. And that's fine. You speak to everyone, you speak to no one. I will say that from the fucking hilltops. Now, I was having a really interesting discussion a couple of weeks ago with a fellow brand strategist who also works with archetypes. She loves this system as much as I do. And one thing that we realised is that neither of us have ever had a client who falls under the ruler category, that no one has ever been a ruler archetype that has become one of our clients. And actually, if you think back to last week when I'm talking about this guy who I ended up having to say, I'm not the right person for you, he was absolutely a ruler archetype. He was very demanding. He wanted control of the situation. He wanted to take the reins. Whereas I like to work with clients that feel like a good match and a collaboration, like we're breaking down the rules together. And so I repel those ruler archetypes because it just doesn't fit in with what I want to do. Do you see? It's all about working out, I guess, what table you want to sit at in the high school movie. (laughs) Like, who are your crowd and what is your common desire and how are you going to speak to that? How are you going to appeal to them to show them that you can give them what they need to introduce that pleasure to remove that pain? Working out your archetype is so fucking helpful. Like this is such an amazing and easy brand hack because then it helps you to work out what's your tone of voice, right? So it's absolutely fine and spot on for me to swear as much as I do, (laughs) for me to use this like quite provocative language. 
and be quite rough and ready, you know, because it's speaking to that rebellion. It's speaking to the outlaw side of people. And I don't shy away from that because I know that there are people who are going to be completely switched off by that. But I need them to be switched off by it because if they're not, then I am not properly engaging the outlaws. I am not speaking to them as powerfully as I could. And that's just one part. You know, tone of voice is just one part of your wider brand. The outlaw archetype has helped shape our visual identity. Everything is very glitchy. Everything is very rough around the edges. It's helped me build the programs that we've built. Because now I don't think, what would everybody else do? I think, what the fuck do I want to do? (laughs) I'm an outlaw. I don't follow the rules. How do I want to do this? And how can I do it in my own way? It helped me craft my mission statement. It helped me work out what my values are. Everything that then follows in the Not Just a Pretty Logo program comes from working out your archetype. Now, as I discussed in the program, you don't actually necessarily have to stick to one. Most brands will have a combination of two archetypes that are complementary to one another. But trust me when I say, when you work this stuff out, when you work through this kind of system, through this tool, it just gives you this absolute clarity It's such a helpful hack to get you started with your brand. Now, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about archetypes on the webinar on the 30th of August. Like I say, if you want to work out your own archetypes, this is all within the Not Just a Pretty Logo program. Have I mentioned that? I feel like I've said those words so many times during this recording. But I'll put all the information you need for both of those things in the show notes of this episode. We also work through our archetypes in our brand ignition sessions, which if I haven't told you about these before, these are one-on-one sessions and we ask some bizarre questions that help us craft not just your archetype, but loads of other things that make up your extraordinary brand. And you also get a couple of visual mood boards out of it so you can see how your design can start to come together. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, I am going to put a load of links in the show notes of this episode. As always, if you have any questions, if you want to just get in touch, you know where I am. I'll also put the email in there. All right, my darlings, that's everything from me this week. I will catch you here next time. Got an idea for a maverick business of your own? Learn how to build a powerful brand that will get people obsessed with our online program, not just a pretty logo. You'll learn a simple step-by-step framework that will kickstart your killer brand and help you find your raving fan base. Find out more today at strangecreativestudio.com.